are listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast, and we want to thank you so very much for joining us today. As we watch prophecy unfold on a daily basis, the world is searching for answers, and the nation of Israel needs true friends now more than ever before. Please stay tuned with us for today's broadcast as we will be focusing on news in the Middle East, Bible prophecy, and why America should never turn her back on God's chosen people. And now, here is our radio host, Dr. K. Daniel Freed. Welcome to the Hope Israel Baptist broadcast, and we continue now on the message I preached some time ago about the Lord's table in light of the Passover. All right, and I want you to start playing something there. I, I forgot to give it a cue on it, but um, I told her to play something to make me cry. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. That's right. So, anyway, I know I'm kind of doing this a little bit backwards, but that's okay. It doesn't matter. Nobody says we have to do it a certain way. <laughs> that's why I'm a Baptist, glory to God. Now, generally, you know, the Lord Jesus had one cup, only one cup, and he passed it to every one of his disciples. But, of course, Judas was not there, now was he? But we'll just, for the sake of illustration, we'll just assume uh, this is one cup, and I'll pour it. Go ahead and take one of these. There you go. You're one of my disciples. All right, there you go. This cup. cup of the covenant and Jesus Christ willing to give his life's blood for our sins yes indeed alright and he said he said to them he said to them I know you're all sorrowful and everything like that. He said, Let not your heart be troubled. If you believe in God, believe also in me. He said, In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. He said, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. So what the Lord was doing there, what they call the last table, it wasn't the last table. He's going to break it new with us one day at the marriage supper of the Lamb. But at that time, at that table there, he had given his cup to each one of them. Because what he was doing, he was sealing a contract with his bride-to-be. Amen? So just for the sake of illustration, deacons, go ahead and go ahead and take that cup. They take that cup, symbolizing the agreement to the contract. He said in so many words, he says, listen, as the bridegroom would do in a Jewish wedding, I have to go and I got to prepare a place. I got to prepare a place. It's called the bridal chamber. 
And that bridal chamber, I'm going to have to make it and make it to my dad, my father's specifications. So he, but he said, I, but he said, don't, don't worry. I'm going to come back. I'm not going to tell you when I come back, but when I come back, you'll know it's me. So there he is. It usually took about a year and the father would examine that place that he prepared. And there it is. He said, the father said, okay, son, it's ready now. You can go and get your bride. Boy, I'll tell you what, the bridegroom was very, very anxious, was he not? When the Bible talks about that the Lord is at the door, I mean, he's at the door. He's just ready to get out. Amen. And as the custom was, they would blow the trumpet. You got that shofar? Blow that, Brother Phil. They blow the trumpet. And it usually was around midnight. That's the custom, around midnight. And people would be sleeping, and all of a sudden they'd hear the sound of a trumpet, and everybody would be woken. They open the windows, they climb out, they get out of the doors, they go into the streets. They say, what's, what's it all about? Anybody knows what's it, they know what it's about because they know what happened a year ago. They knock on the door of the, the bride's home there, of her parents. Is she here? They go into the bedroom, knock on her door. Are you there? No answer. They open the door. She's gone. <laughs> She's been kidnapped and taken to the bridal chamber. And there she is for seven days preparing herself for the wedding day (laughs) and one day beloved just like the Lord said he said I'm leaving but I'm going to prepare a place that's that bridal chamber that's the judgment seat of Christ and it's going to last for seven years because in Revelation 19 it says that then finally at the end of the tribulation period she is given that wedding garment is she not and then the Lord will say, Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you my chaste bride. (laughs) And the big celebration occurs. All right, deacons, you can come now, and we will administer the cup. I'm so glad the deacons know what to do. We got some good deacons here. Can I get an amen? All right, go ahead and administer the cup. Appreciate the deacons. I believe you got good deacons. You got a good pastor. Amen to that. Go ahead and administer the cup. Now, while they administer the cup, I want you to realize that this cup represents the blood of Jesus. Now, today, when they do the Passover, they are committing sacrilege. They're using alcohol wine. It's a total contradiction, hypocrisy of the highest order. It's supposed to be unleavened, yet they have alcohol in the wine. This is fermentation. This is leaven. Don't they understand? But this is part of their blindness. There are even some independent Baptists that take alcohol. And I asked them, they wanted me to come to a meeting, and I said, I can't. And I asked them, well, why are you doing this? They said, well, the alcohol kills the germs. (laughs) If you make grape juice, the Bible talks about the blood of the grape. And you you make sure your feet are nice and clean, right? (laughs) You do that wine press, old-fashioned wine press, right? You squeeze all that juice out of there. Amen. And then they would take the must... The must was basically the residue. They would take the must 
and the the juice, and and they would boil it. When you boil it, it kills the leaven. I mean, it kills it so that, and it kills it kills it so that it can never become alcohol. Now, it might become sour over time, but you'll never get drunk on it. Now, that's what Noah made a big mistake. He was the husbandman of his vineyard, but he didn't he didn't boil it down, and the man got drunk. Did he not? And the fact of the matter is, the blood of my Savior, the blood of your Savior, is spotless, without sin. He could not sin. He didn't have a capacity to sin, Lamb of God. Well, then they say, but the Bible says, um, Jesus made uh, wine. He turned the water into wine. <laughs> and um, I kind of laugh at that, you know. I think the Lord Jesus kind of took care of all that when he says, you don't put new wine into old bottles. Now, he's not talking about glass bottles now. He's talking about wineskin. And the fermentation of that old bottle will corrupt that new wine. And that, what will happen, it will expand and it will burst. He says, you take, the new, you take the new wine, you put it into new bottles, and both are preserved. See that? Wine is a mocker. Strong drink is raging. And whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. It is sacrilegious. It is outright sacrilegious to take alcohol from the cup. This is talking about the pure, sinless blood of Jesus. You know, the blood that Jesus shed was not human blood. He was born of the Virgin Mary. Amen? You know where his blood is? Not a stain of blood was left on this planet. Not a stain, not an ounce. You know where the blood is? Up there now, at the mercy seat of God. And it ever liveth to make intercession for us. Think about it now. When you take this cup, think about how the Lord Jesus shed his blood for you and I. The just one who died for the unjust. The deacons can sit down after this because they've already done it. And uh, I guess I'm going to take my cup now. I'll take my cup. And Pastor, did you get your cup? Pastor got his cup. I'm going to go ahead and take my cup. And we'll ask... uh, our deacon friend here to thank the Lord for the cup. Yes, yes, yes. Amen. Let's do this in remembrance of the blood of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. And boy, did they praise the Lord. After the Passover, you know, they sing the Halil. That's the fourth cup right here. It's called the cup of praise. Don't you have something to praise God about? He saved us, man. He saved us. Being born again, we'll never have to worry about spending one millisecond in hell. Man alive is that good. But it's even gooder than that. Amen. We'll be able to spend eternity with the Lord. Man, why are we so sad? We ought to be so happy and praising the good Lord. They sung Psalms 118. All of it. Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone. He's the rock of my salvation. You have been listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist Broadcast with Dr. K. Daniel Freed. And we pray that today's program has been an encouragement to you. If it has, please contact us and let us know you're listening. If you are of Jewish descent and would like to know more about the new covenant prophesied in the book of Jeremiah chapter 31, or maybe you're curious as to why true Bible-believing Christians have always supported Israel, please contact us. As a token of our love and appreciation, we would like to give you a beautifully bound Hebrew-English new covenant referred to as the New Testament. 
This Prophecy Edition Bible will be a great addition to your library and it will help you understand why those who believe in Yeshua HaMashiach, the Lord Jesus Christ, have always loved, supported, and prayed for Israel. Now, if you're writing to let us know you're listening, or if you're requesting one of these beautiful Hebrew-English New Covenants, you may do so by going to our website, www.hopeofisrael.net. That's hopeofisrael.net. You can also write to us at P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia. 30127. Once again, that's P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia 30127. This broadcast is made possible because of giving friends all around the country, and if you would like to have a part in keeping this broadcast on your local station, you can send your donation to that same address, and please include the call letters of your radio station. That address, once again, is P.O. Box 1700. Powder Springs, Georgia, 30127. You can also give by going to the website, www.hopeofisrael.net. That is hopeofisrael.net. You have been listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast with Dr. K. Daniel Freed. Please tune in again at this same time as we stand with Israel and proclaim truth from God's precious word. Show